0: Welcome to Lakers Carpool. My name is James Brooks. I'm your host. Thanks for joining me on my drive to work this morning. So we got a lot to talk about. A lot of Lakers basketball to go over. Um, We're going to go over... The Lakers got a big win against the Nuggets on Monday night. Uh, We're going to go over what to expect from the Lakers tomorrow against the Kings and a look around the league so let's get into it so the Lakers got a win I'll say it was a big win against the Nuggets on Monday night it was a close game Kyle Kuzma with the buzzer beater to win the game 124 to 121 that was awesome I mean there's obviously a there is a caveat with the win because the Nuggets didn't really play their starters down the stretch and the Lakers did or at least they were playing around with the the lineup with Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Kuzma um, but it was good to see the Lakers finally get a win they had lost three straight up until that point which if you've been listening to my previous episodes isn't a huge deal in some ways, I was thinking or hoping that that might help the Lakers in terms of getting some other teams into some other um, spots in the Western Conference to kind of strategically place how the playoffs might end up. I don't know that that's going to happen, um, but the Lakers getting the win against the Nuggets, um, in theory, could have, could help if if the Rockets are able to to keep winning and take over that three seed in the west but we shall see anyways back to the game the lakers um offense finally showed up so that was that's that was the big takeaway the big positive of the night um the you know lebron anthony davis both had 26 27 points somewhere in there uh kyle kuzma had point had was in the 20s in points um So it was a, you know, overall it was a good offensive game. I think Danny Green shot three for for five from three. Um, Overall, the team, we were in the 50% range from the field. And I think high 40s from three. So, I mean, I'll take that any day. Um, You know, and obviously we're asking why, why was it so close with the Nuggets, especially if the Nuggets weren't playing their starters. But uh, it turned, you know, it turns out the Nuggets also shot well and the Lakers' defense was a little bit subpar, to say the least. Um, So, not to jump into the negative too quickly, but it almost seemed like the Lakers were focusing so much on playing a good offensive game that they just were not... Their heads weren't fully there uh, for defense. You know, a lot of backdoor cuts... Some missed missed assignments, missed switches, and the Nuggets were able to get some easy baskets, especially down the stretch in the fourth quarter. There was a there was a few too many easy buckets, unfortunately. Um, But you know the Nuggets are a playoff team. They're they're the third best team in the Western Conference. Like they're a good team, even even with them playing their you know resting Jokic and. And not playing all their starters down the stretch, they're still a good team. Um, I would have wished that the Lakers could have pulled away a little bit in the fourth quarter. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. But a win is a win, and I think at the very least, it's a morale morale booster um, as we head head into playoffs. So I'm. I mean, I can't get in. I can't. I can't say good enough things about how Kyle Kuzma's been in this bubble so i'm happy i'm happy to see that they ran a play for him to to close out the game and, and i mean it's great because it was a i mean what it, it was a perfect time to try that out obviously in a game-winning situation between lebron james and anthony davis you'd think at least one well you'd think one of them would be taking that shot instead they had lebron inbound the ball to anthony davis lebron cuts to the left around the arc kyle kuzma comes around anthony davis slips it to him behind the three-point line and kyle kuzma sunk it so it was you know a lot of people have been like who would have who would have thought kyle kuzma would be the go-to guy or the guy to hit the game-winning shot and anthony davis and lebron would be used as decoys well i mean i understand that sentiment from the standpoint of, like, LeBron James and Anthony Davis are the stars on the team, so you'd think that they would be taking the last shot, but, I mean, if you've ever watched a Lakers game, you know that that the Lakers are always trying to get Kyle Kuzma the ball at, like, halftime or the end of a quarter for that last-second shot. I don't know if that's just a coincidence that I've noticed, but it seems like Kyle Kuzma is comfortable with those uh, buzzer-beater, last-second shots, and the Lakers have for a while have been boosting his confidence, getting that, getting, trying to get him the ball in those moments. So I'm, I was not totally shocked. I definitely wasn't expecting it. I was, I was expecting LeBron or Anthony Davis to take that last shot especially because the game was tied, 121-121, so we didn't need a three in that spot. So, And we had four seconds left. So, like, we could have made something happen to try and get close to the basket, try and get Anthony Davis a, a high-percentage opportunity. Um, you know, so a three, I wasn't expecting us to try and go for a three necessarily. But I also, when I saw that they decided to try and get Kuzma the ball, wasn't totally shocked because the Lakers have been trying to do this for... I do I mean, ever since Kuzma's rookie year, he's been um, he's been trying to take last-second shots and stuff. So I mean, I don't know if it's the coaching staff, I don't know if it's Kuzma himself saying like, "Let me give me the ball, let me try it," um, or what it is. But this has been something I think in the making for for many years. So I'm excited. I'm excited that that happened to give one give Kyle Kuzma more of a confidence boost I think that he's he's been shooting and playing really well I think a lot of a lot to do because being in the bubble there's no distractions and I don't want to like assume less of Kyle Kuzma that like he can't handle regular life playing in the NBA and that he's too distracted because I don't know if that's true I think a lot of people say that because they just assume it's true but it could be because, I mean, the one difference between how things are now and how things were, the big difference is that he's stuck in a, basically a bubble, you know. So I, I think I would hate to assume that because I don't want to, like, look look down on him or anything like that. But but there's no distractions at the very least. So, I mean, no distractions. He's just playing ball. And it shows, you know, it shows that he's, he's zeroed in, focused, and trying to... Help the team win a championship, which is awesome. It's awesome to see that from such a young guy on the team too. Um, so this this win, the game-winning shot, I it doesn't mean anything in terms of standing standing or seedings for the Lakers, but I hope that it does provide the team confidence and a bit of a morale boost. You know, I kind of I wish that I could know what the Lakers. What Frank Vogel and LeBron and Anthony Davis have been saying to the team these last three or four games, um, or ever since they they clinched the one seed in the West, because I've been very <clears throat> I've been very curious about what their strategy's been, or if there has been one. If it's just been like trying to trying to fix rotations, or trying to like experiment with rotations, or if they're straight up trying to prepare for playoffs or or what it is exactly. But because I I really don't, you know, there's been some people freaking out about the Lakers losing three games in a row and how they lost those games and who they lost the games to. And I just don't, you know, I don't personally hold too much um, up to those games. You know, I don't, I don't, those games don't, Worry me too much, just because I'm assuming or thinking that the Lakers just aren't trying that hard. Because why expend too much energy or why risk injury if you don't need to? You know, winning those three games isn't the goal. Winning a championship is the goal. So if you're getting reps, if you're getting trying to get into game shape, then that's awesome. That's great. So um, it it is a bit worrisome still, obviously. Lakers barely squeaking out a win against the Denver's bench unit down the stretch, but winning it, you know, winning a game, getting that confidence back can be more um, beneficial than we could even imagine. So, so huge performance from Kuzma, which is really the most important, you know, because Anthony Davis, LeBron James, they're going to show up. I'm not worried about that. They're, you know, they'll have off games here and there. Obviously everyone does, but they're going to show up, and the big question has always been, who's the Lakers' number three guy? Who's their, who's the guy that can score when LeBron and, and AD are either on the bench or having a bad scoring night or whatever? And the fans, I think the team, you know, we've been looking to Kyle Kuzma to be that guy for, for some time now. And... It's awesome to see that kind finally coming to fruition, at least through these um, seven seeding games so far. So that's been that's been um, awesome to see, and I hope that they can keep the momentum once playoffs start. So that's the big takeaway from that game. Um, be excited about Kyle Kuzma even if you're still worried cuz i mean that's what the thing is like every every good team has lost games and or has had close wins you know the clippers barely beat the blazers the other day the bucks lost to the rockets you know it's, it's like good the the top teams in the nba have lost close games to teams that are not as good as them so it's not like the Lakers are the only team that have lost games or that have had lapses in looking, you know, that, that haven't looked great all the time. So I... We have to take what we can take from, from these games, and I don't think that it's 100%. We can take 100% from these games to judge how the Lakers are going to fare in in the playoffs. So the pieces we can't take offense looked good that's great Cal Kuzma looked good that's great and then defense could be better and I think you know I mean the Lakers had one of the best defenses in in the NBA before the before the shutdown for for COVID so I there's no reason I mean I get that we're that we lost Avery Bradley who was a uh, a staple in our defense and in in our starting lineup so like that is going to hurt so so I'm not. You can't expect that the Lakers are going to have similar defensive performances as they did during the season because they're missing. You know they're missing one of the one of their better defenders. But I still think that Anthony Davis should be Defensive Player of the Year. He's a great defender. LeBron James, as we saw in that first game against the Clippers um, of the NBA restart. LeBron James can lock can still lock down the best of the best in the NBA. Um, and then, you know, from there, obviously, I mean, like, Dwight Howard can be a great defender around the rim. JaVale McGee can be a great defender around the rim. The, the real worries are, you know, Kuzma, Deion Waiters, the guys on the wings, can they, you know, can they stay in front of um, the better wing players in the NBA? And... Like I said in my last episode, also good point guards, especially because we're missing Avery Bradley. You know, Avery Bradley could could lock down a Damian Lillard or Russell Russell Westbrook. You know, like he, maybe he's not going to like be in his shorts all game, but he can help impede him from. You know, Damian Lillard just scored sixty one points last night. Um, and like Avery Bradley isn't going to stop Damian Miller from getting a ton of buckets, but he could at least impede and, you know, would be a good defender to stay in front of him and to, to get in his head and whatnot. So, um, defense definitely could be better, but I think that we will show up when it, when it counts, when it matters. So let's move on to the the game, the last game of the seeding rounds, which there's not much to talk about because there's not much to expect from the game. The Lakers play the Kings on Thursday night, tomorrow night, and the Kings have been eliminated from playoff contention, so they're not playing for anything. The Lakers have already clinched their spot in the playoffs, so they're not playing for anything. So... We can definitely expect that the Lakers won't play LeBron, won't play Anthony Davis. They might not. They could, they probably won't even play any of their starters. This will be a game for um, for the bench guys. It'll be, you know, J.R. Smith will probably play, um, T.H.T. will play, uh, Austin Cooper will play. Uh, you know, the guys that are like deep bench guys will be playing in this game. So die hard Lakers fans will be watching the game no matter what but if you're a casual fan probably won't be watching no offense but um, it'll be you know it's always, the things to watch for in that game are the young guys you know just to see what they can do i'm not sure who the kings i don't know if the kings will be playing uh, their starters or not but regardless it'll be fun to see the young guys the guys deeper on the bench um, to get some playing time see what they can do on the court and a win is a win so it's always good to win so if the Lakers can win they'll be awesome so let's move on to talking about around the league what's going on especially in the Western Conference so as of last night the and this could possibly change just because The games are happening, like, at all hours of the day now. Um, By the time that this episode gets released, this could be different. But as of right now, at 6.42 a.m. on Wednesday, August 12th, um, the Grizzlies, the Blazers, and the Suns are all tied at their record for the eighth seed in the Western Conference. So the Grizzlies play the Bucks for their last game, so that means they'll probably lose. Although I would be hard pressed. I well actually Giannis might get suspended. I was gonna say he might just they might sit him for that game. But last night Giannis headbutted another player. Um he was, they were kind of like jawing at each other and Giannis like walked up and like it wasn't like an insane headbutt but he like put his face into him and like you could he definitely hit his head hit the other guy's head with his head um, so that that might mean he might get suspended I don't know if it'll just be one game or multiple games or what we'll see but the Bucks will be probably without Giannis regardless whether he gets suspended or if he's just um they rest him. So that helps the Grizzlies chances. They might they it's not a they're not it's not a for sure thing that they're gonna lose, but of all the teams to play in the last game while you're trying to vie for that eighth seed, it's it's a uh, doesn't look great. Um Let's see, I don't remember off the top of my head who the Suns or the um, Blazers play in their last game, but let's find out. Play the Bucks, the Blazers play the Mavericks wait, I thought they just played the Mavericks. They play them again. My bad. Looks like I just can't read. The Suns play the Mavericks and the Blazers play the Nets. So of those three games remaining. The Blazers have the—I mean—the the worst of the teams that they're playing. That one of those teams is playing is the Nets. So, the Bucks or the the Blazers definitely have the best chance of of winning that last game. The Mavericks are a solid team. Luka is killing it. So, but the Suns have been hot. They're they're undefeated. They're seven and zero so far. Um, they've beat some pretty good teams. So, they could very easily win that game especially the thing is like it's the last it's the last game so I mean teams at this point teams are going to be are going to be doing they might be strategic you know the the Clippers tried to lose to the Blazers a couple nights ago it didn't work they ended up winning by a couple points um but teams in the Western Conference want the Lakers to play the Blazers in that first round so the It's in the best interest of the Mavericks to try and win that game against the Suns. Well, I mean, not maybe not their direct interest, because they might not get past the first round because they're playing the Clippers. But the It's in the best interest of Western Conference teams for um for the Lakers to play the Blazers in the first round. So the Mavericks wouldn't be surprised if they tried to win that game or if they didn't like purposefully try and lose the game at least and then the other teams the Blazers play the Nets and the Grizzlies play the Bucks. those are both Eastern Conference teams so I mean the Bucks would probably want the Lakers to have a rough road in the playoffs in case they meet them in the championship so they might purpose- purposefully try and lose the game I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking crap. Maybe they. Maybe no teams are doing that. Um, but it would. It would definitely make sense to me. I think so. Um, obviously, they're not doing it. Like obviously, they're they're just doing it by playing their bench players and not playing their starters. But um, the Blazers probably have the best chance of winning and taking over that eight seed. And then from there, it's between the eighth and ninth seed uh, playing game. So the eighth seed team only has to win one game, where the ninth seed team would have to win two games um, in order to clinch the eighth spot. So if the better team, like the Blazers, is in the eighth seed already, then that makes it a lot easier for them, you know, because they just have to win one game. Whereas had the Grizzlies been able to hold on to the eighth seed, um, and then play like play the Blazers in the plan game, they could they could win one game. You know, even if the Blazers won the first game, they all they have to do is win a game. You know, so like it was more possible or probable that it could happen. Because winning two games in a row is, you know, not always the easiest thing to do. So it looks like that's probably not going to be the case though. So it'll be really fun to see. Those are the things, you know, so like like I was saying, the the Lakers Kings game is going to be um less interesting to watch there's gonna be less to watch for both teams have nothing to play for um in that one moment in that one game so to speak but the things to watch for that Lakers fans should care about is that how the how the seeding is going to play out uh for the eighth seed and which teams are going to win um You know, the Blazers just squeaked one out past the Mavericks last night. Unfortunately, I was hoping the Mavericks would hold on and win, but um, the Blazers squeaked one out against them. The Suns, they've been on a roll, and the Grizzlies have been playing terribly. So it's really – it's a really – it's a fun race. I mean, it sucks. Honestly, for Lakers fans, for the Lakers, it sucks because the Lakers – won't, they'll be the last team to find out who they're playing in the playoffs of the entire NBA. So, you know, that's a nice way to treat the ones in in the Western Conference, but it just shows how much uh, competition there is currently in in the NBA, but also the Western Conference specifically. There's a lot of a lot of good teams, a lot of competition. So like it, from a basketball standpoint, it's awesome, it's a lot of fun. From a Lakers standpoint, it kind of sucks you can't you have to just have less time to prepare for the series both mentally and and physically I mean whether it's like watching tape or practicing certain schemes and plays or or whatnot you know so so it's kind of a sucky I try not to dwell on that because it does kind of suck but the thing about the the Lakers... I mean, basketball is a lot... It's easier than, like, say, football to prepare, um, I think. You know, you can... You have less... It's less of a chess match than football is. Not to say that you don't have strategies and you don't need to prepare, but I think that the Lakers will be fine. They've played all these teams multiple times, so they know... They do know what to expect, and they've schemed out certain things and strategized certain things. So, like, it's not that like they're—it's not like they would be going in blind. Um, so, it's not the worst thing, but it's just like in a normal had the NBA not been shut down in a normal situation, the Lakers would have clinched the one seed, would have been able to kind of coast into the playoffs, and would have known who the eight seed team was going to be because had things stay the same. It wasn't likely that any team was going to actually take over the eight seed from the Grizzlies, and um, there wouldn't have been the playing game either. So, all that being said, it'll be fun um, to see how the Western Conference shapes out in that eight seed, and I'm really excited to see what happens. My pick, I think the Blazers are going to take it. Um, I think that the Blazers will take the eight seed, and then. I'm not sure how it works between the Suns. I guess if the Suns and the Blazers both win and the Grizzlies lose, then one of those teams would be, I I would think they'd both be either eighth or ninth. I'm not sure how they decide that if they're tied though. I guess it would go to series um, record probably. So my guess is let's just say Blazers eight seed, Suns nine seed. Um, And they have the playing games and I think the Blazers end up clinching that eighth spot so the Lakers are probably expecting and planning to see the Blazers in the first round of the playoffs which is not what Lakers fans were hoping for especially with their how they've been playing playing as Damian Lillard in the first round Um, it's not ideal however Um, It'll definitely make for a fun series, and the Lakers will, you know, I think they'll still win that series, and it won't be. They're not going to lose in the first round, but it just makes things a little bit harder for them. So excited to see what happens. Um, Excited to tune in. Sorry, a little distracted. It looks like there's an accident on the freeway. Um, But I'm wrapping things up anyway. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lakers Carpool. If you liked the episode, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Please share with your friends on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Um, You can find me on Twitter at Lakers Carpool. You can find me on Instagram at Lakers Carpool. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and go Lakers.